Hey, say look out. Y'all already know what the fuck it is. It's your girl MVP Nice. It's early in the morning. If you tuned in to the Talk To Me Nice podcast, and if you are one of our 420 friendly smokers, what I need y'all to do is roll up with me. And we're going to talk about the weather while we roll up and we get prepared for this dope-ass podcast. And I hope y'all let me talk my shit. So let me just ask y'all real quick. Can I talk my shit? Like, let me know. Can I talk my shit? Because if I can talk my shit, then, you know, I'm going to talk my shit. Because that's what I do. You feel what I'm saying? But anyway, today's day is... Damn, what is today, y'all? I don't even know what today is. I think it's April the 28th. And it's raining outside. And it's supposed to rain all damn day. So there go y'all damn weather. Next. (laughs) Okay? So really what I wanted to talk to y'all about... Because I want to talk to y'all about tunnel vision. You feel me? Eliminating your distractions. And how to really just be on your shit out here. Because, you know, I see a lot of people and I don't want to talk down on nobody. Like, I see everybody doing their thing out here in this world. But you got to always know in order to level up, you got to always remind yourself that you can be doing better. You know what I'm saying? Or I could be doing bigger. Or let me try to reach this next level. You know, you don't want to remain stagnant. You don't want to be no complacent ass motherfucker where you already think you got it sold up. So you literally not doing shit. Like you comfortable where you at and you just going to chill there. and You going to not advance. Shit, your ass going to be stuck. So pretty much the way I want to do that is I always want to just give y'all an example of my own personal experience. Like this podcast is going to be based off a whole bunch of personal experiences or facts and shit, you know, I don't really want to talk about the shit if I don't know what I'm talking about, if I ain't never lived through it, you know, shit like that, like, I ain't gonna be up here giving y'all medical advice, I ain't no damn doctor, you feel me, so why would the fuck would I give y'all medical advice on this bitch, but I can't give y'all advice based off my own life experiences, and that's what we're here to do, so check this out, man, let me tell y'all a story real quick, a couple years ago, I got charged I got falsely, let me say this shit right, you know, we on the internet. I got falsely accused and charged with and indicted for attempted murder and shit, right? So I'll say the whole story for that for another day. You know, that's a whole nother podcast. But I had this attempted murder case that I was fighting for a year. You feel me? For a year straight, going to court once or twice every month. And... Once I got through the case or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I realized a whole bunch of shit. Like, I realized I had too many people around me that wasn't on the same shit as me. I had a lot of people around me that was just leeching off of what I was doing and shit, you know. And I just had too many niggas and bitches around me, period. You feel me? Like, mainly niggas. Like, just too many niggas just taking up space, sucking up my air, you know, all that shit. So, what I did, I was fighting this case and... uh. I moved back to Atlanta. I was I was living in Miami, Florida when I caught this attempted murder case. I caught the case in South Carolina though. Like I told y'all, this a this a long story. This this a whole nother day. So anyway, I moved back home to Texas. You know, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. Hello, A17 Murderworth. You know what I'm talking about? So anyway, I moved back home, you know what I'm saying? I came back to my roots. Like I know people here, my family here, shit. I'm about to come back here and restart. You know, I had went through and lost so much fighting the case and shit, you know, bond, paying the bondsmen and shit, like all kind of shit, traveling back and forth to court because 
I didn't get the case where I lived at, so it was like a two-hour drive and shit just to go to court and shit. So anyway, man, what I did when I moved back to Texas is I isolated myself. And something that you could probably read, I wish I could cite an exact book or whatever, but a lot of times I like to cite my mentor. I had a mentor, this African man, and his name was Abu. I met him in Atlanta, and he taught me everything about enlightenment, meditation, focus, like everything to be like a successful as enlightened human being. So anyway, I started practicing isolation. So I cut off everybody, y'all, and I can't make this shit up. I cut off everybody, every best friends, everyone. Nobody had access to me. Nobody could talk to me. I wasn't looking at nobody's social media. I wasn't hanging out with nobody like it was just me. So I got to tune into myself, like into the deepest aspect I probably ever could have went. Like I just went so deep into my own mind and my own memories and everything. So I isolated myself and I actually did this shit for a year. And not only did I isolate myself, I also remained celibate. So it won't no sucking and fucking going on for like over a year, really. So here I am in isolation. And once I became like pure in the mind and was finding peace in the mind. And once I was running through the shit that I went through in my life, through my mind. And I got over all those phases because it was a whole bunch of phases. Once I got through all those phases, like it opened me up to be creative. And so I started to create all of these companies like one business at a time, you know, starting from scratch. The idea, the logo, the website, the business plan, the financial plan, like everything. I just started building all these companies. You know what I'm saying? Varsity BPM being one of them. I started Varsity BPM in isolation. And I started building it and molding it and, and testing it out. And I was working secretly behind the Instagram page. Nobody knew who was behind Varsity BPM for a very long time. Like, no one needed to know. But anyway, the point I'm getting to is I became more successful once I isolated myself. Once I got rid of everyone, built myself up and built everything that I wanted, and then I slowly let the universe bring them back into my life. Like, I didn't go get these motherfuckers. I didn't hit them up like, hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? Fresh out, isolation, come fuck with me. You get what I'm saying? No, I didn't. I just shared everything I was doing. I put everything that I was doing out there into the universe, like through Varsity BPM out there. You know what I'm saying? I made up my clothing line, YOR, which is G-Y-O-R. It stands for Give You One Reason. I threw that out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just started throwing everything out in the air to see what it attracted. And then, you know, slowly but surely, I started attracting people that were like-minded and that wanted to be a part of what I was doing and shit. If y'all hear this rapper, that's because I'm busting these frontal leaves down. I told y'all we rolling up. So anyway, I started, attra I started attracting everything, you know, and the people that I was attracting, none of them were my friends. None of them was like my closest partners growing up or nothing besides one. And she going to always support me, my best friend. But other than that, like, I did not attract anyone that I grew up with, anyone that I suspected. Like, you know, when you're doing something... You expect your closest friends and your best friends or whatever to support it and be a part of it, but that's not really how it works. So what I had to do was I had to accept everything that was being drawn to me or I could have failed. Like, so what? I didn't know these people. If they're being drawn to me genuinely and they are like-minded and they appreciate and they support what I'm doing, I probably should hold on to these people, you know? So I'm just attracting everything. I don't have no more distractions, y'all. Like distractions is a motherfucker like sometimes you can think that you so sold up and you don't have distractions but 
you got to sit back and you got to self-reflect and reevaluate yourself. You got to look and be like, do I got distractions? You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got distractions. Good morning, baby. Y'all, my wife just woke up. You know, we in here recording the podcast. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot of talking going. She's snatching the tray from me because I'm trying to roll up. So I guess she want to finish rolling up. But anyway, like I was saying, some niggas think that they don't got no damn distractions. I mean, distractions and shit. You feel me? They think they got tunnel vision, but you don't. Because if you letting another nigga make you mad, you distracted. If you know what somebody else is doing, you distracted. Like, if you want anything that don't got to do with what you got going on and what's going to make you better, my nigga, you distracted, bro. And just get out of denial, recognize that shit, and get your ass up out of distraction. And you're going to do a whole lot better. So pretty much what I just did is I taught y'all a little bit the basics of being focused and tunnel vision and isolating yourself, cutting people off. You got to realize, is your goals more important or is your raggedy-ass, funky-ass friends and your homeboys and homegirls and the club and shit more important? Like, which one is more important? Priorities, all of that shit, man. I'm going to always get on Talk To Me Nice and I'm going to drop y'all some gems. It's up to y'all if y'all going to set that bitch and rock them hoes. That ain't none of my damn business. Somebody else's success ain't none of my damn business. That's another thing for tunnel vision and shit. Don't be worried about nobody else shit. Worry about your own success. I want the people around me to be successful and not to the point where it's stressing me the fuck out and I'm giving y'all too much of my damn wealth and time trying to help y'all figure out yourself. Like, that's a distraction right there. Like, either you on the same frequency and we riding and we doing what the fuck we got to do or we not doing shit. And you can keep it moving. Cut that nigga or bitch off too. You feel me? So I know it's like, is it May yet? No, it's April. I told these, I said the wrong date. It's not May yet, but it ain't too late to start cutting people off. Cut them off. Find out who you don't need and cut them off. If somebody texts you and they not on the type of shit in a text message that you on, you probably got to cut that person off or you got to fuck with them at a distance. Uh, we got four more days till May. Hey, my birthday, May the 4th. May the force be with you. Big Star Wars, baby. And I'm going to put my cash up here because guess what? I want y'all to send me some damn money for my birthday too, shit. These Instagram models and all y'all be up here just putting y'all little shit in y'all bio, getting money. I want some damn money for my birthday. And that's what the fuck it's going to be. So anyway, we about to move on to the next topic since I'm about to spark this blunt. And boy, I'm about to give y'all y'all motherfucking dose of ratchet for the day. We're going to talk about Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> hey, say, first of all, I ain't heard the word cabaret so many fucking times in my life. If you go watch her show, you're going to hear the word cabaret over and over again. So I'm just giving you your warning. Go watch Jocelyn's motherfucking cabaret. I don't do reality TV, y'all. Like the love and hip hop, all that shit. I don't know shit about that. But after seeing the clip on Instagram of Jocelyn... We had to go watch this shit. So we had to watch season one where she was in Miami. And then I done caught the first two episodes of season two in Atlanta. And baby, boy, let me tell you. First of all, let me just clear this up. I fuck with Jocelyn. I don't know Jocelyn, but I fuck with her. She got a hell of a personality. Like, I absolutely love. Oh, yeah, real quick, y'all. Take the time. Spark your shit up because I sparked mine up and let's smoke. Okay, so anyway. I fuck with Jocelyn so heavy, and I don't even know this woman. But, hey, she ain't got no filter. She going to say what the fuck she going to say. And she really is like a boss-ass, you know, badass bitch. Like, she 
created herself and her brand into what she wanted to be. Like, she stayed focused. As y'all can see, Jocelyn Hernandez, she isolated too. She cut off Stevie J. She cut off the whole love and hip-hop, everything. She isolated and she went off somewhere by her damn self, got her own ideas together, and popped out. And last time I checked, she got the number one show like on TV right now. Even though it's on Zeus Network, she got the number one show. I'm pretty sure Zeus Network will become... Well, no, I think that should stay how they are because if they go to real TV, then they're going to filter some of that shit. Because, hey, hey, Jocelyn's Cabaret, they showing titties, they showing ass. You might catch a little ashy pussy lip, all that shit. Tune in. Watch Jocelyn's Cabaret, y'all. Like, the shit is, first of all, it's realistic. It's not as staged and as scripted as some of the other shows that I done got a chance to preview. Like, it's straight raw. Like, she really, these women really letting y'all into their lives and know what they do to make their money. You know, they tricking, they stripping, they doing all kind of shit. These females got pimps, a.k.a. managers, like, all of that shit. You know, and Jocelyn, she coming in, and y'all listen, when I say what I say about these females, I'm just calling them with Jocelyn, motherfucking call them on the show. So she taking these $2 assholes, and she trying to put them on their best shit. She trying to help them get a bag, you feel me? That's another term, $2 asshole. Jocelyn got her a bunch of two dollar assholes that she call them, and she trying to change their damn life around. Like she done put them. Well, no, on the second one she got them all in the same crib. On the first one they not. They just all working out the same strip club and shit. It's a lot of fighting, real fighting too. And I don't know if y'all know about that stripper lifestyle, but hey, they be fighting. They be fighting like a bitch. A lot of them are strong, especially if they pole game tight. They strong than a motherfucker. So they probably going to beat your ass up, drag you. And Jocelyn, she had to walk the dog on some hoes in that hoe, bro. Jocelyn is a strong-ass bitch, boy. Go look at her. She's standing up strong. You feel me? I might look at her and be like, damn, man, I got to fight this bitch. God damn. Like, you, she could have been in Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not hating on Jocelyn. She looked good. She did her thing for herself. But I'm just letting it be known. She's strong, and she will walk the dog on your ass. You feel me? So I need y'all to check out the show. It's a good laugh. I'm actually proud of Jocelyn Hernandez because she executive producing it. And it's just a good reality show. Shit, I fuck with it. And the next episode come out on Sunday for season two. And I'm going to be front row getting my dose of ratchet. You hear what I'm talking about? So make sure y'all fuck with Jocelyn's cabaret real quick. Say, look at that money bag. Yo, album was straight, yo. If you ain't, if you ain't heard it, go play that bitch from start to finish, man. All I can say is finally, like I've been looking for a good 2021 project outside of Mo Three. Shot us forever. Money bag, yo, got second place with me. But anyway, man, to to end this off on this this episode, I want to get on a serious note, and I want to uh, tell y'all a story, and I want to just give y'all a little bit of direction and see if I can get some of your help for all of my listeners out there. Um, I want to tell y'all a story. It happened in Fort Worth, Texas, and this happened on October 12th, 2019, okay? And we in April 2021. So on October 12th, 2019, uh, there was a neighbor, a concerned neighbor. Uh, I actually know him now at this point, and um, 
his across the street neighbor, you know, their their door was cracked, so he made a non-emergency call. You know, he didn't call 911, he called the non-emergency number and you know, he requested somebody do a health and welfare, you know, hey, check on my neighbors. It's the middle of the night, you know, it's like two in the morning and you know the door is cracked. So he did that, you know, the police show up. And you know, y'all already know the police officers are not doing a good job at all. Like they are killing left and right unapologetically. Like they are just out there killing and they blaming it on the badge and they blaming it on the streets. So anyway, uh, these police officers show up and instead of them just going and knocking on the damn front door or ringing the doorbell like a normal person, you know what I'm saying, would do, like they decided to be like on some whole other shit and they pretty much crept around the, the side of this house and they, you know, went in the back, in the gate, you feel me? And they saw a shadow in the window and you know what this motherfucker officer did and his name is officer aaron dean this motherfucker went and shot his gun through that window and the end result of officer aaron dean shooting his gun in that window ended with him taking the life of a black woman by the name of a tatiana jefferson and it gets worse so not only did he just shoot in this window you know yell something real quick like the body cam footage you can look it up on youtube if you type in the tatiana jefferson body cam footage you can see it so he shoots in the window and he shoots and kills a tatiana but a tatiana jefferson was not in that room in her own home at her mother's house because she was a student studying you know she wanted to be a doctor she went to xavier university so she was at her mother's house on the south side of fort worth taking care of her mother and at the same time, she was babysitting her nephew, Zion, a kid. He's nine years old today. You feel me? So she's babysitting. They're playing video games. Like, they are in the middle of a beautiful moment playing video games. You know, it's the weekend. You know, like, it's 2 in the morning. They're having fun. She's enjoying her nephew. Her nephew is enjoying his aunt, a Tatiana. And Officer Aaron Dean decides to creep on the side of the house and take matters in his own hands, not knowing who's in the house, not knowing anything. It was not a 911 call, y'all. Trust me, these are facts. He killed a Tatiana Jefferson right in front of her nephew. Like he, he murdered her right in front of her nephew. And then you fast forward to today. Well, matter of fact, let's back up before we fast forward. So he murders her. And then guess what this coward does? He resigns. He quits his job. He quits his job right before he goes to jail. And then the police officers association, they bond him out. So he's been free since October of 2019. And here we are at the end of April 2021. It hasn't been a trial, no jury selection no justice, Aaron Dean walking around, this motherfucker free as a bird, living his life. And the family here is left trying to heal a traumatized kid that's growing up in this world, trying to heal themselves and trying to just, you know what I'm saying, have a better life for him after this tragedy. And more tragedies follow behind this. So I just wanted to let y'all be aware because, you know, of course, we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the ratchet. We're going to talk music. But we also going to make sure we stay in tune with reality 
and I make sure my audience and my listeners have a heart and actually give a fuck about what's going on outside of their own selves, you know, like actually have some type of heart and care for what's going on in the world because it's really bad, y'all. I could sit here and I could have a 24-hour plus podcast where I'm just naming names of people the police killed. You feel me? So I always want to make sure y'all know, like, it's really real out here. It's bad out here. And I'm going to be spitting y'all game. I'm going to give y'all the legal advice that I do know. You feel me? I'm going to talk to my lawyer friends and get any other information. I'm going to keep up with the laws and with the changes and, and with all of that shit. And I'm going to feed it all to you on this platform. Because I know some of y'all in the industry and in my lifestyle, you know, y'all y'all might not be up on game on that. But I know y'all like podcasts. I know y'all like, you know, platforms like this. So this was my best way. I felt like I could actually deliver a message to the people on a platform where y'all already at. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to ask y'all to come to Spotify. Most people got to Spotify. So, you know, to close this out, I just want to say, you know, hey, like y'all hear him saying, say her name and it's real shit. Tatiana Jefferson right here where I live. Still haven't got no justice. And we still, she just didn't become a trending topic like George Floyd and the Breonna Taylors. You know what I'm saying? She didn't become as trending on social media, but it's still the same shit. You feel me? And this shit in my city. So if you want to look more into it, you can go to the Tatiana Project. You can go to their website. You can go to the Tatiana underscore project on Instagram. Just type in Tatiana Project. Don't get it mixed up with Tatiana Foundation. That is not the same. It's Tatiana Project. Just think projects. And go look it up. You can go donate. You can volunteer. Like You can send a kind message. Anything. You feel me? But make sure y'all stay in tune with reality. Like Don't be so plugged in to social media and fashion and what shoes just dropped and who beefing with who like don't be so plugged into that that you're not plugged into some stuff that could be happening in your own backyard you feel what i'm saying so i'm gonna close this bitch out this mvp nice follow me on all social media mvp nice follow all my artists Lil coon asia Kyrie, sky west ace whiskey boy follow us follow varsity bpm on all platforms check out the website Show me some love, drop some comments, make sure you share this to your friends, make sure you tag me, do all that good shit, and make sure you stay locked in, because I'm going to have another episode coming for your ass, and I'm out.